Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Don't Quote Me. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and this week we're changing things up here a little on the podcast. As you're listening to this, I'm somewhere in the north of Norway, deluding myself that I'm detaching from the world while also documenting every single second of it on Instagram. So this week, we're bringing you the long-awaited chat with that maths bride we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. Last week, we got a chance to connect with Ella Ding from Married at First Sight Australia 2022. Appearing on the ninth series of the show, Ella was one of the breakout stars of this season after she was married to Mitch in the opening episodes of the series. The pair instantly hit it off and sparks flew as their sexual chemistry was undeniable. Throughout the series, the couple were portrayed as having a relatively surface-level relationship, but one that could potentially last. A portrayal, Ella says, omitted much of the positives in their marriage that explained their decision to stay each week at the commitment ceremonies. The pair made it all the way to final vows, recommitting to each other in the series finale, only to split shortly after filming the reunion. At the reunion, it was claimed that Mitch had an affair with another bride in the experiment, which he denied. Despite all this, Ella tells us the pair still remain friends. But that wasn't the only relationship of Ella's that grabbed viewers' attention. Her friendship with fellow bride Dominica was also a focus of the show, as feuding within the group escalated week on week. When Dominica was outed and shamed for having an OnlyFans account by another bride, Ella was one of the more vocal defenders of Dom's decision to have an OnlyFans account and rightfully pushed back against much of the slut-shaming Dom experienced as a result. This storyline dominated much of the headlines throughout the show's run and has continued to stir debate amongst fans and the media alike. Since the season has ended, the rift in the 2022 cast has deepened as the drama from within the experiment rumbles on, often very publicly on social media today. 
Despite this, Ella has tried to stay out of the mess and has maintained friendships from the show, mainly that with Dom, who now acts as Ella's co-host on their hit podcast, Sit With Us, where the pair discuss relationships, life advice, and just general chats. Most recently, Ella announced she will be returning to the reality TV world as an online flirtation with Maiden Chelsea's Miles led to a guest appearance on the latest series of the E4 show. On today's episode, Ella tells us about her whirlwind experience on Maths Australia, the intense media pressure that came along with that, and where she stands with her former co-stars today. She also opens up about the difference between filming a reality show like Maths in Australia and a structured reality show like Made in Chelsea here in the UK and why her stint on MIC was a shock to the system. And finally, she gives us an update on her love life today. Ella will also be sharing her advice about how to turn an ex into a friend while I ask, why bother? Let's get stuck in. Okay, so I... I teased this conversation um, last week. Things moved around, things changed, but we're coming through, guys, with the goods. And I think it's actually lining up really, really well because we're coming to the end of Married at First Sight UK. It's ending this week or next week. Um, we're also coming into Maiden Chelsea season. So it feels incredibly appropriate that we are talking to someone who has experience of both. Ella Ding from Married at First Sight Australia one of my favorite brides on that show. It is so <laughs> lovely to talk to you. Oh, that's a nice intro. Thanks I should say, and me. podcaster, podcaster now of Sit With Us chart topping fame with fellow maths bride <laughs> Dom. Um, yeah. That is a really exciting project, I imagine, for you guys to work on. And such a lovely friendship to have come from the show. Yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, like it, it all happened so quick after the show. Like Dom and I used to always talk about it in the show because we just got along so well. We were like, let's just start a podcast. Like we have so much to talk about. And then we just sort of did it. And it, you know, you can't really plan on how it's going to go. And yeah. it's just gone like really well. So it is, it's amazing. It's just so fun. Yeah, it is. No, I totally get it. And it's addictive, I find as well, when you start doing it. It's like just such a lovely type of conversation to have. Um, yeah. Like I said, Maiden Chelsea is about to kick off. As we record this, I believe it's starting on Monday night. So as Thank this goes you. out, the first episode of the new season will be out. You oh were gosh. announced, I think, back in like August as being on this series of the show how did that come about and how how long were you filming for and all that kind of stuff Mm. it was super random not planned like very unexpected so I mean obviously there's been articles and stuff so I can say that Miles was the one who I met yeah um so basically our followers like fans followers we've obviously got a lot of mutual following and they kind of like set us up So weirdly months ago, people were forwarding me this guy's profile and I just like never looked twice because I just saw like a blue tick and a hot guy. So I was like, eh, probably not. Um, (laughs) Probably not my kind of vibe. (laughs) And like people kept sending it to me being like, oh my God, this guy follows you. And I was like, who is this guy? Anyway, then I think it was like June or July. I woke up to like a hundred DMs and I'm like, what is happening? And it was all people forwarding Miles' story. And he had done a Q&A. Okay. And 
The question was, you and Ella from Australia would be a fit couple. And then um, he did like a video reply. I actually haven't said this. I don't think anywhere. So Exclusive. <laughs> um, and then his video reply was like, I haven't seen the show. Well, I don't know much about Ella, but she's beautiful. Who knows what could happen? And I replied to his story and I was like, oh, well, you clearly know how to get a girl's attention because everybody's forwarding me your story. Yeah. And then we were like chatting for about five weeks. We were actually like FaceTiming a lot. Um, And then, yeah, it was honestly so like bizarre. And then we, I was already going on holidays with Dom. I was already doing LA and Italy and I hadn't booked my return flight. He was like, would you come to London? I was like, totally, I'm spontaneous, like, why not? I've got two weeks to play with. And then the whole show thing, I'd never heard of Made in Chelsea before. I had never watched it, like, I didn't know anything about it. And then I watched a little bit before going, and then he was like, you know, I'm on this show where they follow your reality, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't really know what that means. Um, And then he kind of referred it to, like, similar to The Hills, And um, because I did watch that growing up. And then I think it was like a week and a half before I was going to be in London. I was like, I came open to it. And then it sort of all just happened like really quickly. Yeah. Um, Next minute I'm in London, I'm in Chelsea and I'd never been to Chelsea before. I'd only ever been to like Shoreditch and Camden six, eight years ago. Yeah. Um, And then I was in London for about two weeks. So their show is very different to maths. Like they, it takes them ages to film one episode. Yeah. Like so different. So there was a lot of filming, which I wasn't aware of. Um, yeah. Like it was pretty crazy. It was like, I was sucked into this vortex and cause I didn't really tell anyone. Yeah. Um, and I did it by myself. Yeah. Um, it was actually really hard because on maths, like I had my partner, and, you know, Mitch and I, like, no matter how much of an ass he made have been, he still was supportive <laughs> behind the closed doors. And, like, I still knew that I had him. And you had day, someone. To, yeah. You know, I had him. And there was and always that Dom. awareness in maths as well. That Although a lot of it was exposed and you, you had to talk about a lot of shit, there was always moments where you could close the apartment door and you had a breather. Whereas Made in yeah. Chelsea is just not. It's such a different construction of a reality show. And I can imagine... It's and it's kind of so weird different. that that's how you got in, that it was like almost over DM that it was like, so this is going to be like, it's like, oh, my family are staying with me at the minute. So you're going to have to like talk to them. Literally. Like, oh, the cameras are here right now. So you're going to, so that's, I didn't, re- I would have, my presumption would have been that that was like far more prearranged than no. it obviously was. <laughs> and like, did you have to film with like some of the women? Like, did you have to film like friend scenes and stuff? And because I presume they need yep. to give you a bit of context to your story. Well, interesting enough, when the show airs, I actually have no idea how they're going to be. Imagine if you were scrubbed. Imagine if you were totally taken out. You'd be like, what? I would be like, okay, that traumatic experience was not worth being scrubbed. I'm going to tell everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was intense. And yeah, I did meet like a lot of the cast. Like, I think the main people, I'm trying to understand, like, they have different terminology for their cast. And because, like, a lot of these people have been on it for like five years, right? Like yeah. you people have watched them grow up. Like Miles had been on it since he's 22. Like it's bizarre. 
to even, I don't even know how he's been doing it for that long, honestly. Um, like two weeks was probably enough for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just so different. Like maths, Australia is so real. Like it's as real as it gets. The cameras are just rolling for hours upon hours, whereas Made in Chelsea is not like that. It's actually like con- very constructed. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're on like sets, whereas maths, it's not really like that. Yeah. Like it's, it was so different. It yeah. was, and I was like totally outside my comfort zone with all these people who were like family to each other. Like I was by myself. So it was, it was very challenging. I find, so I adore maths Australia. I think it's brilliant and I love mm. maths UK as well, but it's, it just doesn't cut through for me as much as the Australian version of the show does. And the UK version of the show has continually morphed closer and closer into the Australian version because mm. that format works so well for entertainment purposes and to make real personalities out of the people on the show. Because I felt like on seasons past on the UK show, you never really felt like you knew people that well. Whereas you never had that problem in Australia. You always felt like you had a really good read on people. There's mm. such a different reality TV culture, though, in Australia. Mm. Like, there's there's a level. So we have, obviously, Love Island in the UK, and we have Love Island in Australia. And it's, mm. I think that's where the clearest comparison is. There's lots of talk around Love Island UK about, you know, duty of care and protecting the islanders and all this kind of stuff. And, and while that is absolutely needed, it also mm. kind of sanitizes some of the drama that we get on reality mm. TV and that sanitization mm. doesn't seem to happen as much in Australia. There doesn't seem to be like drinking is fair game. You know, mm. like the, the storyline with Dom on your season of maths mm. where she was publicly shamed for having an OnlyFans account that she personally mm. had no problem with admitting. Like she had no mm. bother with anybody knowing that. And this ran for weeks and the media mm. over there tore her apart for <laughs> making the decision to sell images online on a platform to make money at a time where her business was struggling during COVID. And it's like mm. that conversation, I don't think would have blown up in the same way here as it did there. Mm. Having kind yeah. of had that experience in both pools now, what, what do you think about the differences in, in reality TV in Australia versus the UK? Well, from what I've watched on, I've only watched a little bit of Maths UK. Yeah. Because um, when I was actually in London, it had just started and I was like, hmm, maybe I'll see what this is like. Yeah. But I have this theory, right? Like Maths Australia, let's just compare Maths Australia to UK Maths. Maths Australia pops off. Like it is so popular. Everyone is watching it because it is so raw and real. And yes, it, I feel like it's more authentic than Maths UK. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's maybe just like the personality between Aussies and English, right? Yeah. But then Love Island UK, Love Island Australia, Australia is terrible. Like Love Island UK is so boring yeah. compared to Love Island UK. And I feel like it's because the UK personality is so much more like vibey in that environment. That's it's like nice. Aussies are better. It's like Aussies are better at being in a relationship basically and like better at like being that, doing that commitment and then like the UK's know how to party and like that energy for Love Island. <laughs> it's like two totally different energy. I don't know, like that's what I get when I'm watching it. I'm like, I just can't take the guys seriously on the UK maths. Yeah. I just can't take them seriously. Like I just feel like it's not yeah as authentic and genuine that you really want to find love on this show and 
you know, unfortunately, the direction that maths is going down, it's becoming less genuine. Like I yeah. can already tell from the cast that are coming in this year. And it's a real shame because it does take away the opportunity for people who are trying to be there for those reasons. Yeah. And I do think that's why, you know, some of us stood out in our cast more than others because it's so clear on all these shows, right, who is actually there for yeah. the right reasons, whether it's to find love or to learn more about yourself in a relationship or try, but it's so obvious for those who are not there for that, who you just yeah. want to get famous or, I don't know, make a career out of it. And organically it's happened for Dom and I, and I think that's just because we went in there with the right intentions and being yeah. genuine. And maths, I think, think maths really weeds people out really quickly because you have those you know the commitment ceremonies and you see and like that I feel mm. like you see a lot more of the real life stuff in the apartments like you see mm. when there's tension and they're kind of all skirting around each other oh. and you're like so you're like oh shit they've had a rough week like those guys are struggling this week like so I feel like there's nowhere to hide on Mass Australia whereas mm. I think there's a little bit more of a barrier on the UK show so we yeah. often hear about dramas at the commitment ceremony that we've not seen anything about so it mm. kind of forces you to be like well she's not really getting into this at all like why is she actually here mm. if she's not willing to you know embrace the experiment as they say and all that yeah I mean you guys definitely didn't see so much like we did like the, the amount of filming if you think about it right dinner parties that you guys would have seen of us you guys saw about an hour and 20 minutes but for a dinner party for us they go for about six hours it's so, tedious I imagine I'd say it's tiring like there's like seven different fights or conversations going on in one dinner party, but they only choose the most, I don't know, entertaining one, right? So yeah. you guys miss, even, like even with my relationship with Mitchell, like they only decided to show the bad times. When we only had those three bad moments in three months, they didn't yeah. show any of our positive times. Yeah, um, it always seems wild shame. to me when you got to the commitment ceremony and you were like, I'm so happy. I was like, how? Because I like we just didn't see anything. It was like, I know. I'm so happy. I don't get it. Like, what's going on? It's like, we're clearly missing a part of this. Yeah, this relationship. Like, we're just not seeing it. And and it wasn't until the latter part of the series when he was starting to get a bit more mouthy about things that then it was all of a sudden it felt mm. very much like, right, let's focus in on them. And it was like, but I don't know what's been going on with them for the last like yeah, four weeks. I know. Yeah. It's a shame. It is a shame yeah. that they didn't show all of our relationship. And Mitchell and I are still friends. Like we really are. We still talk randomly and check in with one another. Um, on you. Because we, well, like we really did have an amazing time. Like he came to Australia, I met my family. I went to Queensland for two weeks after we finished filming and like wow. I spent time with him and his family. Yeah. So, I mean, look, we aren't obviously made for each other. And yes, he was an asshole, but, you know, we had more positives than negatives inside yeah. the experiment. And that's all that you could really ask for in that situation. Like yeah. fully. There was... There was a lot of media after your season, as there is in Australia. Like you said, it's it's huge over there. It is, mm. I would say it's very similar to, to the outbound kind of Love Island cast. When they come out to just that level of attention, it feels like that is a similar level of attention that you guys get over there at the end of the show. Mm. And I, again, I just found the some of the media around you guys and the coverage of you guys, again, very different to, I mean, I've worked on entertainment mm. desks over here for like years and mm. the way we would cover 
like reality stars coming off a show and I and seeing how it was covered over there was really surprising to me there are like most there's a radio show that's in legal difficulty at the minute for language being used on there we've I saw Olivia and Jackson who look were the absolute villains of the season and Olivia deserved to be mm. read for what she did on the show but she didn't deserve to be publicly like uh. whatever whatever that was she did a radio interview where they just totally tore her apart like and it was yeah it was vicious and it wasn't it wasn't the medium to do something like that and again it just mm. seems like that's like a, almost a cultural thing with yeah look I feel like we get a, a get away with a lot like when Dom and I did this radio interview they showed us on live air I don't know if you saw it but they showed us on live air Olivia and Jackson's sex video from their OnlyFans I saw the headline of this but I never watched the video they, I think, well, they had to remove it. And we, Dom and I were like, um, this is so wrong of you guys to put us in this situation. Like what, it was, man. Very, it, it was so bad. It was like Dom and I were shocked and we were so angry because articles went ballistic and then it got turned on Dom being like, you know, you had to go at live for doing this. Now you're a hypocrite. And it was like, that is not the case. We had no idea this was going to happen. Like, no. But, I mean, I feel like the media can really get away with a lot of stuff, like the write-ups about not so much me, but things that they've written up about Dom. I mean, that's most of the time what I'm reading because she's sending me the, sending me the articles. And I'm just like, where, where did I even come up with half the stuff? Like it's yeah. 90% of the time, especially on Daily Mail, 90% of that time all those articles aren't even true. Like they just yeah. find anything. They found a photo, I don't know, a pup got me when I was in Chelsea and I didn't even see them. They're so sneaky. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> they're so sneaky. And I was like, this was a really sad day. I was really sad this day. Like I looked like I'd be crying. And they wrote like every piece of item that I was wearing with the dollar amount. Like all of my accessories with the exact dollar amount. And I'm like, what does that even mean to you? Why does that it's even crazy, matter? Isn't it? And it's so funny for like... Just from working in those places, I know I'm like, okay, well, they did that just to keep people on site longer, yeah. just to keep them there, to give them more ads, all this kind of stuff. But you think about mm. the everyday consumer who doesn't understand mm. the kind of business of what they're clicking into. And you mm. think you think of what that then is just forming in their mind as an opinion of you and what all of that is doing. And it's like, they have no idea. They're not doing it for any other reason other than just to keep you on the page longer, just yeah. to, to make more money. Yeah. And that's it. But I, I clickbait. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I like I yeah. I don't know. I just find the the media around you guys and in Australia over and, and it's not just Australia, it's it's there's different mm. cultures everywhere. I just don't think that culture is is as present here. There's a level of mm. there's I think there's just a level of boundaries when when these guys come out that that doesn't seem mm. to be there. I mean it's almost like for you guys, you're a bit more protected. But yes, you still mm. think that Maiden Chelsea was a more difficult experience. Oh. Yeah, it was it was different. It was I'm very nervous for it to air, to be honest. Are you? Um I am, yeah. It it didn't go as I had hoped. Um yeah, and it was it was hard. Like I was really struggling because I was by myself and when things weren't really going great on the show I didn't really have anyone to turn to while I was there and like the time difference as well for my people at home it was just like really hard and um 
just the whole way they make the show, it is it's pretty it's pretty scripted. Like I'll be honest, it is yeah. pretty scripted. Um, and I've never done acting before, so I was really just like. <laughs> I'm an actress now. <laughs> like it was just really not like it didn't feel right. Yeah. And yeah, so many times I was like caught off guard. Whereas maps, you kind of have an idea of potentially what's to come. But on Made in Chelsea, it was really just like, okay, I'm rocking up on set at a time, location, dress code. You don't know who's going to be there. You don't know what's going to happen. And there was and it's a lot of that like predetermined. Every... Like it's a lot of the, the stuff that's going to happen predetermined already by production. Well, it's not necessarily production. It's by the cast members. Okay. Yeah. Because like there was times where I was like, wait, what? And like everybody knew but me. This is because like, I, I, as I said to you when we were DMing, I have never watched Made in Chelsea and I'm so late to the boat now that I feel like I can never start. But I, mean, I do want to, yeah, like, mean, I haven't, I've only watched them. I've only watched Mallorca. Mallorca. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like I haven't watched it all. So, the, so they're just kind of like planning out the plots in their like dinner and then they're just <sighs> going to shoot it. Is that literally, is that it? It's but yeah, and like if something happens between the because obviously the cast are all friends to like in the real world kind of thing. Yeah. So if something happened like in their real life, like for Miles, for instance, me and him were chatting, he had to bring that to the show because the, he was like, you know, this is my reality. I'm talking to you. Like if we're going to keep chatting and you come into London, I need to tell them. Yeah. And I was sort of like, okay, but what does that mean? Like, does that mean? I have to do anything. And then at that stage, he was like, no, not really. Cause he hadn't spoken about me going on it. And I was really hesitant. I was like, I don't think I'm ready to go back on another TV show with a guy. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I, it only been, you know, it took me about three months to really get over Mitch and the show officially ended in April. So really I was still healing from all of that. And I think maybe I um, put myself probably too soon into another situation with a guy. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I was every time going home from Made in Chelsea filming and the days were really long, like the days were long, very long. And I'd go back to my place and I'd just be sitting there thinking, wait, so is what happened today real? Is what that miles is or I'm like, wait, yeah, what you said today, is, do you mean that in like real time? Is that, it's, yeah, I don't. That must be so weird for the ones who've been on it. Do you think it gets harder or easier when you're on it for a long period of time? Like maybe, maybe you you get better at separating, but it feels like that you'd surely just end up living in fake world rather than real world. Like surely you'd end up just like blending the two. 100%. My theory is not for all of them. Some of the girls, not so much like, because Emily, Emily's super grounded and, you know, she's beautiful. She's very, very normal and balanced. But I feel like for a lot of the others, they struggle to detach themselves from this character who they are on the show in the real world. And okay, I, yeah, they're, they're in this character. And then when they're on the, on set or whatever, they're so good at it's the, in a way they're acting because it's yeah. really like, okay, action, cut, action. It's, it's literally like that. Whereas maths is not like that. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like they're all probably going to have issues. Like it's going to be hard for them to, 
yeah. I don't know, like really know who they are because once you finish filming for, you know, eight weeks straight nearly every single day and then you have a break and if they don't have a real job doing other things or other hobbies and stuff, you're almost like, okay, well, who, who am I without the show? Like yeah. for some of them, they've grown up on the show. And I yeah. just, if it was me, I'd be like, if I'm sitting there after two weeks, yeah, uh, every day, like, like so confused and just like, wait, <laughs> so because you said that today, does that mean that you mean that in real life? You know, like it, it really messed with my head. I can so, imagine. And we're what really status good with or? you, you and Miles now? Like, are you still in touch? Like oh, we're friends. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean. I'm always amicable. Like I'm still friends with all of my exes. Like no matter that's, how, Ella, how. That's so weird. How do you do that? That's so weird. When people say that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, how do you do that? Stop being friends think, with your exes. What's going on? I, I think it's because we never end on a bad note. Like no one's ever. Re- <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say. Like Mitchell was the first guy I've dated since I was 18. Right. Like. It's okay. been 10 years since I've been in a relationship. And you were like, like ready to start dating, married at first sight. <laughs> Here we go. Well, basically, like I've been in a few situationships, like three okay, months, okay. three months, you know, the good old yeah, three yeah, yeah. months, and then it, then it goes away. But um, and I'm friends with all of my situationships. Okay. Um, but yeah, Mitchell, I don't know. Like I, I, for me, it's just easier to be friends than like to hate someone. I just, I don't hate anybody. And how, like anyone. how, are we friendly or are we friends? Because like I can um, kind of understand friendly, but like, mm. are you like, are you mates? Like, are you texting? Like, hey, how are you getting on? Like, do you want to go for drinks? Like, no. Well, I mean, you know, Mitchell's in Queensland, Miles is in London, so, so both you're, of the go- I mean, maybe that's strategic. You're, you can stay friends <laughs> if they're very far away. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. It's definitely been easier to get over them, but you're not in the same state. <laughs> Because you don't see them. They're out of sight, out of mind. You're not bumping into them anywhere. No one's telling you stories about them. That definitely helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we check in. Like, Miles and I have checked in a few times. And, yeah, we're definitely friends. Like, we're going to be crossing paths not planned um, very soon. So, we'll catch up. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I learned from all of them, like, he's not my person. He's a great guy. But he's just not my guy. But he's, yeah. a, cool, he's a cool guy. Like, yeah. we can still be friends um but no don't catch up with them like some of my other situationships I do though why we I mean better you than me (laughs) I'm good um do you plan on doing any more reality tv like are you kind of sick of it now sorry you look a bit suspicious (laughs) is there something planned there's nothing to look I'm who knows I may make an appearance on Made in Chelsea again um, but very much on my own, like will, like I'll be saying, I'm not filming as much as I did. Like, uh, yeah. and it will be a very different situation. You know, I'm not going, if I was to do it, I wouldn't be going to be with a guy I'd be going on as an appearance, just saying, you know, Hey, what's up? Yeah. But that just depends on, cause I'm meant to be traveling a fair bit next year and it might happen, but it might not. Um, uh, in terms of other TV, there is opportunities that have come up. Um, I don't think I want to do relationship TV anymore. Think of all the friends man, you could make. <laughs> it's, it's like tenfold harder doing it on TV 
it's definitely harder because you just like have this underlying pressure and like system, like everyone's going to be judging and watching. So yeah. it's definitely harder. Um, but yeah, I'd be, de- I'm definitely keen to get back on TV. Like I loved being a part of making television. I loved learning about how it's being made and I loved meeting people and seeing how things are done. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely open to it. And I imagine once you've done it once and you have, cause I think probably for most people, the fear factor is how will I be perceived? Um, how will people react mm. to me and, and how will I handle that reaction? And what if it's not the reaction that I think it will be and all this kind of stuff. So I imagine after doing it once and seeing the reaction and feeling a little bit more comfortable in that space now where there are people who probably don't like you, but there's also people who really do like you. And you're mm. kind of feeling a little bit more comfortable with that understanding of kind of that dynamic. Surely then it kind of takes a little bit of the fear away. No? I mean, Made in Chelsea is so different to maths. Like my appearance new, on that new audience is well. so, yeah, yeah, it's so different. Like maths, they didn't show me really having an opinion, whereas I had much more of an opinion on maths. Like yeah. I spoke up a lot more to Olivia, to Tamara. Like I definitely had my fiery sign show me there, the deleted scenes not... man show me the yeah, deleted. They... i fucking needed those scenes <laughs> so bad when i was watching these girls i was like who the fuck is gonna tell them to cop on like seriously yeah, oh, yeah but they didn't want that obviously for my character so they didn't show that whereas in chelsea i'm pretty sure they won't be cutting any of that stuff out because it's can't it has to be in it if they don't yeah it's just not going to make sense if they make yeah so I am a bit nervous because I think that people are going to see more of that fire side um, and some people might be like, oh, this is not the girl that I know or this is not the the sweetheart Ella that I got to know on maths. Like, what? where did this side come from? But it's like I've always been that person, but yeah. maths just never showed it. So I am I am actually a bit nervous. But it's also sad. Like I'm crying on Made in Chelsea. Oh, Ella. And was that just yeah, because of gonna- the like – the pressure of filming and like just the environment Mm -hmm. or there's other stuff no yeah okay it's gonna be hard to watch do you know when your episodes are are you in the whole season are you in just a part of the season I'm literally I think because it takes them like 10 days to film one episode which is wild um that's a long time um I think I'm only in like three episodes okay okay but they'll be I'm assuming talking about me beforehand because yeah. like, yeah, It'll they'll be have weird. to start yeah. somewhere like, oh, Miles is talking to Ella. I don't really know how they're going to do it because he didn't really tell me. Um, Are you going to watch the whole really season? I think I have to. Yeah. To know. Because yeah, like I left, I mean, I left like a month ago, five weeks ago. I don't even know what day it is, but I left ages ago now and they only just finished filming a week ago. So, so much has happened probably since I've been there. Yeah. You know, like, it'll be interesting to see what happens after I've left. Like, whoa, if like that much (laughs) drama happened, if that much drama happened while I was there for two weeks, I could like. Uh, Yeah, I want to, I want to watch it because I want to see how they bring you, how they weave you in and how they let you out and how they continue the story. I just find that really interesting. Have you watched any more of Maths UK? Have you dipped in at all since the first few weeks? Um, no. I am. I'm watching Love Triangle. Have you heard of that? 
So you said this to me when we were jamming. I have no idea what this is. Is this an Australian show? Yes. Okay. So it's it's on Stan and it's the same producers as Max, Australia. Okay. So it's filmed in Sydney. Yeah. The concept is really interesting. It's like you get matched with two people. You text for three. You text and make phone calls for three days and you choose which person without knowing what they look like, who you want to move in with. And then you meet on a date and then you move in and they they're, they're, so excited uh, and, by uh, it. I'm like oh, then you meet you, on a you, date. <laughs> <laughs> you meet for the very first time, you don't know what they look like. And then you move in and they're calling it an experience, rather experiment, because it's like produced by the same people as maths. So you move into like a full house with this random, I mean, it's kind of the same as maths. I guess it's kind of the same, but we had like the honeymoon. So we got to get yeah. to know them. Like I was on my honeymoon with Mitch for like seven nights before moving in. Whereas these guys, they go on a first date, they move in the next day. There's no But escape. then all the couples like meet and have dinner parties. So it's kind of the same. Um, wow. but this next week coming, there's a plot twist and I reckon they're bringing in all of the <laughs> other options. <laughs> Ella, you are so in the quicksand with this show. You're literally like, I know. I'm, stuck in. I'm like, oh my God. It's so, I'm like, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Ella, I'm going to let you go because you are off to Bali tomorrow, which is a lovely, exciting, or in the morning, right? You're going in a few hours. Um, yeah, I'm going to. It's been so lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for your season of Maths Australia. It was fucking so good. It was such a cracking season. There was definitely moments where I was like really angry about how things were going. But you and Dom and your relationship and how you were able to kind of see through the bullshit was like a real refresh for people watching in the real world who are getting really Mm. frustrated by all the madness it was really nice to have people (laughs) like you to do those to camera moments where it was like this is fucking totally out of order and like Mm. I'm not gonna let this stand it was like okay Ella's in there she's having a word like she's gonna try (laughs) it was great um I'm really excited to see you on Made in Chelsea and see how that Mm. all will manifest good stuff will manifest good stuff yeah you'll be you'll be Australian and you'll have the nice accent and people will be like oh she's got a lovely accent and do you know what I mean I think I think it'll be fine I wouldn't worry okay fingers crossed (laughs) thank you so much to my guest Ella Ding for joining me on this week's episode and thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every week please do keep the feedback coming you can find us over on Instagram and TikTok at don't quote me dot podcast you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like we will be back to normal programming next week with a brand new episode and all of the latest goss we'll talk to you then How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.